You're listening to the Bring the Light podcast, episode number 29. Hey, this is Liz Watt. Do you know you have a light within you just waiting to be shared with this world? Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. But as we become more aware of this light, this light can become our ultimate guidance emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So I want to ask you, do you want to take a journey with me? Do you want to take a journey together and bring our light to this world? If so, let's shine for all to see. Hey everyone, it's Liz and I want to welcome you out to the podcast today. Every one of us is called to do something great. I say great because no matter what it is, it is great in the sight of God. I had to do a training in ward council. In my church, I'm over all the kids. And so twice a month, all of the leaders who are over the different organizations meet together and talk about the needs of our congregation so we can better help and serve them. I was trying to decide what to train on and a topic just kept coming to my mind of what Heavenly Father wanted me to teach. So I started to research on the prompting I was given, and I came across a talk by Henry B. Eyring, and the talk was called Rise to Your Call. Although this was a church training, I feel that each of us have a calling. We have all been called to be mothers and fathers, teachers, representatives, a follower, a leader, a friend, if we, if we remember that we are each called, then Iring's counsel he gives is brought to light in a new way. So how can we rise to our call? What is God asking you to do? What has the Spirit been prompting you to do? Are you rising to your calling? I guess we could start out by asking ourselves, what are my callings? So if you want, take a moment and ponder on them. No one can tell you what your callings are, only Heavenly Father, and He tells you through the Spirit. So take a few moments, even if you need to pause the podcast and write down what you think some of your callings are. I have done this a few times and often my callings seem to change but I have one core calling that seems to never change. And that is that I am to be a testifier of God and his son, Jesus Christ, and in the Holy Ghost. This calling is the foundation of everything I do, whether it is being a mom, a wife, over the children at church, my mentoring with clients, the courses I create, the conferences I put on, the talks I give, the books I write, my core calling never changes even when I have many other callings that I'm doing. Whatever your calling is, Iring says, you are called to represent the Savior. Your voice is to testify and become His voice. 
your hands to lift the same as his hands. So if we are all called to be a teacher for the Lord, we are his voice, we are his hands, then how can we each rise up to our calling and be his teachers? I need to start out by saying that learning to be the Lord's teacher is a process. You will succeed at many things, but you will also dismally fail. It is a process and a process we need to give ourselves grace. Sometimes I wonder if I am the best person that's supposed to be teaching this. And you may feel that often too. Over the last four years in my calling that I have done with helping the children, I have learned so much. So I want to kind of parallel my calling at church and the training I give in our callings of life. Each of these things I have learned in my church calling goes along with the callings we have given, that we have been given to be the voice and the hands of our Savior. So think of your own individual calling that God has given you to do and apply it to these teachings. Okay, so first of all, if you have a calling and you need to rise to this calling, then there are certain things you need to remember, and that is that those who you serve, you need to set them up for success. If your calling is to be a mother, how can you teach your children to live a successful life? If your calling is a teacher, how can you teach in a way that will inspire? If you are called to be a leader, then how can you be the best example to others? So how can you help those who you are called to, to help so that they can succeed? Iring said, what they will need even more than to be trained in their duties, it is to see the spiritual eyes of what it means to be called. You are called of God. He chose you. He has prepared a way so that he could issue your call. What does that mean? We need to each get a spiritual witness that we are called by God to do what he has asked us to do. As some of you know, um, I put on, me and my husband, we put on the Be Healthy Utah Natural Health and Wellness Wellness Conference. And it is one of the most stressful things that we have ever done. We have a new one coming up in April. So everyone put that on your calendar. It's April 22nd and 23rd um, next year, 2022. And already right now, I'm starting to feel the pressure mount. But putting on the conference, it consumes your life. And the stress sometimes can be so unbearable. One night, my husband just said that he didn't want to put on another conference. He didn't want to have the stress in his life. I was physically sick when he said this because Heavenly Father had given me a very strong witness uh, that I needed to put on the last conference. But I had to also think of my husband. And this was a new conference. We already did what Heavenly Father had asked, and we did put on the last conference. So, in reality, 
we could walk away from this conference and not put it on. So that night, I decided, since I was in so much turmoil, that I was just going to pray and pray and pray. And I told Heavenly Father that if He wanted me to do this next conference, then I needed to have more than just an impression. Because I didn't think that my husband would just go off of an impression. But I needed to have a sign. I don't know if we're actually supposed to ask for signs, but this time I did anyways. I needed to have a sign, and so that's what I prayed for. As I was praying, my mind kept on wandering to this man in our neighborhood, and um, there was going to be a little change up in our stake. That's where we have in our church, there's there's a ward and that's an area of your neighborhood. And when they combined different parts of these neighborhoods together, different wards together, it's called a stake. And in the stake, they were going to be changing out some of the leadership. And I knew that this was going to be happening. But what happened is as I was praying and praying and asking for a sign, and I just kept on asking for a sign, my mind started to wander. And I saw this individual in our neighborhood and that he was being called to this new calling. And I kept on trying to put that, the side of my mind, and go back to my prayer because this prayer was very important to me. And I needed him to answer this prayer. And so... As I kept on praying, my mind kept on wandering and kept on wandering. And so I finally said, Heavenly Father, I really need to figure this out in my head of this man being called because it is consuming my thoughts. And I just need to come have peace with that before I can get back and so I can continue my prayer. So I put my prayer on hold and I thought of this certain individual that I kept on seeing being called to this calling. And this man is, I feel, a very spiritual giant. But I knew that in order for me to get back to my prayer, then I needed to figure out, like, no, like, I don't know if this guy's gonna be called. These are the reasons that I think he won't be called. And so I did like strike one and strike two and strike three of why this guy wouldn't be called so that I could put it to rest and get back to my prayer. So after my three strikes, I put my thoughts to rest and I continued on with my prayer. Heavenly Father, please give me a sign. Well, that Sunday, My son, he was actually speaking in the conference, and my daughter was in the ward choir, and she was going to, she was asked to sing at the conference. So we got there really early so we could get front row seats. We could be right up there in the front. The leader of our congregation stood up and said that they were going to be making some changes within the organization. 
And all of a sudden, it was as if the vision in my mind of the certain man being called that consumed me while asking for a, a sign happened exactly the way that it was being shown to me in my vision. Heavenly Father was giving me a sign, and I was rejecting it because I was so consumed with my own desires. I looked over at my husband and I said, I was shown this in a vision. We are doing the conference. I had a spiritual witness from God that we needed to put on this conference. This was way before we had COVID was happening and um, way before we realized, you know, this is a natural health and wellness conference. Heavenly Father knows how important this conference is. And so he gave me a sign that would show me how important this conference is for those people that will be attending. I was ready to walk away because my husband wanted to walk away. But I put my trust in Heavenly Father and said, if you really want me to do this, then show me a sign because I know what's ahead of us. I know that we're going to have unbearable moments that we're going to have to face. And I know that there's going to be times that we want to quit. I know that there's going to be times that I cry. I know that there's going to be times that I'm going to be asking why. There are going to be times that you are going to experience hard moments. And there's going to be times that you want to quit. And then you're going to cry. And then you're going to say, why? You need to have a spiritual witness of what you have been asked to do. Because it's going to be hard. But if you get that spiritual witness, then you can hold on to it. I keep on going back to that moment every time I feel the anxiety and stress start to build up. I go back to that witness that Heavenly Father gave me of that vision of seeing this man, this great man being called to that calling. Heavenly Father knows his plan and he knows what you need. He knows your gifts and your talents. And in order for you to continue to help and bless and serve those you are called to help and bless and serve, then you need to have that spiritual witness. President Eyring went on to say, Lord, the Lord will guide you by revelation. Guidance will come only when you obey. Do you have the courage when the Spirit prompts you that you will act? So many times the Spirit has prompted me and I did not act. Most of the time, I just put other prior priorities in front. Other times, it was because I was acting out of fear. He is giving you these promptings for a reason. And it is important to remember that it is for a reason because it's part of your calling. There was someone in our neighborhood that I felt prompted that I needed to give them a Christmas gift but I never did. I kept on letting it get the best of me. 
by saying, you know, they didn't really need it or how would it look if I just showed up at their house? I didn't want them to feel like they were a charity case. Well, like I said, it got the best of me and I never took it over. I was not being in the hands of the Lord. It bothered me all year every time I opened up that closet door and I saw that gift sitting there. I just got that pit in my stomach. So the next year came around and I was finally able to redeem myself and I took it over. I was not going to let the whole year pass again by reminding me that I didn't follow the Spirit. Who knows, it could have been that they needed that at that time and not the year earlier, but Heavenly Father prompted me the year earlier and I never followed through. I do know that this, this present was very graciously accepted. But I also remember that I didn't quite follow through on the promptings that were given to me. Iring said, guidance will come, but only when you obey. I often think of how many times have I missed out on blessings or have I not helped and blessed others because I didn't obey. I know that the more we learn to obey, the more we are given to help and bless others because he trusts us. He knows that we will follow through. And so we will be able to have many more opportunities to bless others. Iring went on to say, just as God called you and guided you, he will also magnify you. With magnification brings opposition. Oh, opposition. Why do we have to have opposition? Since I have been serving in the primary, I tell those that I serve with, we are in the business of continually expanding and growing and learning. If we are not continuing to grow and to learn, then we need to look at what we are doing and do it different. Because with the Spirit, we can do anything. There is going to be opposition that you're going to face when you are magnifying your calling. There's going to be times where you think that you are doing your best at being your mom, at being a mom and you're fulfilling your calling, and all of a sudden, it's going to come to a stop. And you're going to have trials that you will face. And then you will think that I'm not that great of a mom. And we will listen to the voice of the adversary because the opposition brings the adversary It brings those negative thoughts and feelings. But if we don't face opposition, then we are not living our calling to the fullest. We are not doing all that we are being prompted to do. We are not listening for the guidance and counsel. It's during these oppositions that we grow the most. One of the ladies I asked to help in my calling with being with the primary, she didn't have the natural abilities to be able to do her calling. And I knew that. I knew that it was going to be hard for her. And I knew that I was going to ask her to do things that were hard. 
She definitely had to magnify her calling. But the thing is, is Heavenly Father doesn't always look at what our strengths and what our weaknesses are. He looks beyond that. He knows what we are capable of. He knows what we can grow in to become. And that is what she did. And because of that, she was able to touch every child in primary. She was able to share her testimony, her life, her spirit, her experiences. She was able to magnify her calling. But if she didn't face those oppositions that came to her, she would never have been able to bless so many people. Iring went on to say, There is yet another way the Lord will magnify you in your calling to serve. You will feel at some times, perhaps at many times, that you cannot do all that you feel you must. The heavy weight of your responsibility will seem too great. You will worry that you can't spend more time with your family. You will wonder how you can find the time and the energy to meet your responsibilities beyond your family and your calling. You may feel discouragement. You even will feel guilt after you have done all you could to meet your obligations. I have had such days and such nights. Let me tell you what I have learned. And I think that this is such an important statement that he gives. It is this, if I only think of my own performance, my my sadness deepens. But when I remember the Lord promised that his power would go with me, I begin to look for evidence of what he has done and the lives of the people I am to serve. I pray to see with spiritual eyes the effects of his power. These words from President Eyring are so true. You will feel at times and perhaps many times that you cannot do all you feel you must. Life is hard and our responsibilities can be even harder. Being a servant of the Lord takes our time and requires so much sacrifice. But it is important to remember that He has called you. You are the only one that can do your calling. He needs your strengths and He needs your weaknesses. He needs your commitment. He needs your ability to love and to serve and to bless and to teach. He knows that you are not perfect. He even knows that you will fail. He knows at times that you will make mistakes, but he wants you anyways. He wants you to have the courage to rise up and to do your call. He wants you to be his hands, his feet, and his voice. You have been given specific gifts and talents to do your callings. So what are these callings? You may feel that you are inadequate, but Heavenly Father knows what you can do. He knows the possibilities that you have to help and bless and serve others. We cannot see this with our physical eyes. 
And the only way we can do it, like, like Irene talked about, is look at it through our spiritual eyes. Because he has prepared you for such a time as this. So I want to give you an invitation. First one, see how you can bless those more who you are called to serve. Second one, how can you acquire more courage to trust the Spirit for guidance in your calling? Now I want you to remember your calls that you have been given and go forth and serve and teach and bless and love and help and listen and obey. We should never forget the sacredness of our calling. Do you want to take your search for light to a higher and more meaningful way? Visit me at yourjourneyofhealing.com where you can find more info on courses, retreats, and virtual mentoring. If you'd like to book me to speak at your upcoming conference, retreat, or get-together, send me a message. You can follow me at Facebook under Liz Watt or Instagram under Liz Hills. Let's share this podcast so we can make this world a brighter place. I'll see you on the next episode because you are important, you are needed, and you, my friend, are loved. Thank you.